Life is an epic journey. Live it unleashed. Hello, friends. This is Jeremy, and welcome back to the Living Unleashed podcast. Here at Living Unleashed, we are seeking to follow Jesus and to discover the life uh, abundant that he promises. It's a life filled with hope, joy, peace, and freedom. And uh, we just continue to journey and look for that together and and just see what God has to say to us and how he can lead us in that as we uh, look at life and we look at the scriptures and and what God calls us to, and we just have an awesome time. It's just really been a great journey. I'm glad you're here. Are you glad you're here? I'm glad you're here. Thank you. Thank you for giving of your precious time uh, to listen to this podcast. I hope that you find it uh, meaningful and beneficial, and uh, I'm just glad you're here with me today. All right, today we're going to start with what am I reading? I I always like to throw books out uh, to you that I'm I'm reading at the time. Uh, because some of you may want to read. And maybe you like to read, maybe you enjoy read, but you don't know where to turn to. Uh, so, you know, you, I, you can take these as some reading recommendations or at least <clears throat> what is uh, um, kind of got my attention uh, for the time being or, or right now. Uh, so presently, I'm finishing up a, a couple of books, One, uh, both of them from Charles Martin. Uh, the first one is called What If It's True? A Storyteller's Journey with Jesus. Um, Charles Martin writes a lot of fiction. Uh, the other book I'm reading right now from him is actually my uh, Before I Go to Bed book, just to chill and relax, and it's called The Mountain Between Us. It was made into a major uh, motion picture. It's actually the first book. These two books are the first books I've read by Charles Martin, uh, but the uh, What If It's True book is really awesome, as, as well as the novel. And uh, so I've enjoyed both of those, but I've also turned towards um, a couple, three books uh, by Michael Heiser. Michael Heiser is a, a Bible scholar and that I have read uh, quite a lot, watched a lot of his YouTube videos. Um, and uh, sadly, he passed away on February the 20th uh, after a battle with cancer. Um, and I just, uh, so I, I, I don't know, I was kind of drawn to go back to and pick up one of his books. So I had one I hadn't read yet called What Does God Want? It's a thinner book. Uh, it's actually uh, probably only take a couple of days to knock out, and uh, but it's a really uh, so far it's been a really awesome book. And I kind of made a a list of books to to read. Sometimes I kind of wander aimlessly, but sometimes I get a little bit of a focus. And so I'm actually going to turn to another book of his after I get this one done uh, called Supernatural. And then uh, I stacked up three of his books that I've read portions out of for preparation of different teachings I've done, but never have consumed the whole books. So I think I'll knock them out. And then I had three others that uh, I'd like to look at sometime. They're books I've read before. Uh, one is an absolute all-time favorite of mine called Inexpressible uh, by Michael Card, and it talks about the Hebrew word hased. And I love that book. It's an amazing book. Uh, another one by Eugene Peterson, a favorite author of mine, A Long Obedience in the Same Direction. Uh, going to look at that one and then take another look at The Divine Conspiracy by uh, Dallas Willard, some of my favorite authors. Uh, will I get through all those? I don't know. I may get off on another tangent with some other book, but that's where I'm at right now. Uh, but I just love love to read and see what others, and dialogue with others uh, about God and Jesus and discipleship and the Christian life. So if there, any of those help you, go for it. All right, take a look at them, 
and and see what you think. Let me know in the comments if you pick one of them up and uh, read it and let me know what you think and we can have a a little uh, back and forth conversation about it. All right, so uh, today I want to talk a little bit more about this whole idea of revival. Um, you know, I told you last week I'd gone to the re- revival there at Asbury, I, I, and I shared with you some of the impacts and effects that it had on my life. Um, but uh, this last uh, week, um, Christy and I went out with a couple of friends, and we saw the new movie called Jesus Revolution. Uh, it's a movie that—excuse <clears throat> me. It was a movie that stars um, uh, Kelsey Grammer, and it is uh, uh, about uh, Charles— uh, Chuck Smith, I guess, and uh, Greg Laurie. Uh, I should write these things down instead of going off the top of my head. Uh, but anyway, uh, it was an awesome, it really, the movie was awesome. Absolutely amazing. And what I was really amazing, it would have been a good movie. It, it would have been a good movie in and of its own right, no doubt. It was a good movie. It was very well done. Um, the people, they're getting so much better, I think, at uh, uh, producing faith-based movies and just uh, the storylines uh, just are, are just awesome, and uh, I, I really enjoyed it. But but it was even better than that, and here's why. You know, the movie is is centered back around uh, the late '60s, early '70s, and and it's about the Jesus movement that rose up um, amongst the young people, uh, the hippies. Um, a, a people that at that time and in that day and age um, had kind of um, been cast off by the older generations as hopeless, um, and they were partially um, that way. It was seen that way because they were always upset about things, and they were protesting the war, and they uh, were protesting the just the way the world was working, and, and there was a lot of of angst and there was violence and you know major world uh, major leaders were assassinated all sorts of things happening in that era but this movement of god took place and and this, that's that's what the story is about and it's an amazing story i'm not going to tell you any more if you haven't had a chance to see it please go see it i don't want to spoil the whole uh, the timeline but what made the movie that much more powerful uh for me as i went and watched this was um I could see what was happening in today's world. It was so there were so many parallels. Um, if it wasn't for the uh, the hippie clothes and the the hairdos and the bell bottom pants, I mean the story that's coming out in that uh, movie could be dropped right in the middle of our culture today. And so when you think about how in the midst of that Jesus revolution taking place, that that's also the timing of a previous revival at Asbury in 1970. Uh, started, I believe, February 3rd, 1970, uh, and God was doing a great thing then. And and that as he did this great thing here uh, at Asbury again, you also have all these other places that the Holy Spirit is moving and revivals breaking out, and people are getting excited uh, about Jesus, and and Jesus is getting the focus, and young people especially are just coming back in droves. There is definitely a spirit of refreshment, uh, of revival, of renewal that's just really being poured out um, upon God's church and upon this this young generation, uh, but also just upon all peoples. And, And I think about 
how this uh, transpired back around 1970 in that that era of of those few years right there around that change of the decade there. Um, and, And what happened, and I look at what's happening now and I think, oh my goodness, how absolutely just amazing that God organized and orchestrated. Think about how long God's been working on this. I just want you to think about this. How long does it take to make a movie? I mean, from the time of the the um, conception of the story uh, to getting it written uh, to to get to pitching it and getting it um, sold so that somebody wants to make the movie and then going through uh, casting and and filming and editing and marketing and all that. I mean, this is something that has been on uh, you know happening for months and years to get to this release time. And my goodness, this movie releases right when God is doing this awesome and amazing move of pouring out his spirit. I don't know about you, but I find that absolutely amazing, just fantastic. And 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 to know that God is working in that way. What that causes me to do is it causes me to take a step back and look at my own life and begin to look at how God has been working in my life over the last weeks and months and years to get me to the point I'm at today. And I begin to realize and recognize that what's happening and transpiring is an answer uh, to many of the things that I've prayed for a long, long time uh, across serving multiple churches. And and to see God doing this is an answer to prayer um, because there's been a whole chorus of these prayers for renewal and revival being lifted up from across the church, um, not only in our country, but around the world. And now God is doing this very thing. I, please note this. We are in the, in, in the midst of a historical moment. This is the kind of stuff that will show up in history books and be written about years from now, what's happening in this season. But the question is, what are you and I going to do with it? What are we going to do with this thing? Here's what I want you to think about and what, what I really want you to know is God's moving. And when God's moving, I believe he's prompting lots of people. I don't believe it's just a localized thing happening in one small place, but I believe God's prompting lots of people to respond in all sorts of ways. And some of those promptings are are very, you know, bright light, dramatic kind of promptings. But I think for a lot of people, it's it's much um, more um, it's it, it's much more muted, it, uh, a little simpler, not quite so blingy. And and so what I would ask you is, what's God prompting you with right now? Because I believe he's prompting lots of people. And maybe he's been prompting in your heart that you would uh, uh, pick up the Bible and, and read a little more. If, if that's something God's doing, he, he's prompting you. You know, he's in the midst of pouring out his spirit wherever it will be received. And if he's prompting you to do something, I'm going to challenge you do it and then let allow God to pour into you because you responded affirmatively to his prompting. So maybe he's prompting you to pick up the word and, and to read a little. Maybe he's prompting you uh, to get back to going to church. Maybe you've been out of out of church for a while maybe, and, and don't even feel like you have a, a church home. And, and he's prompting you to get back with a community of faith and, and to worship. Maybe he's prompting you to, to spend a little more time with him uh, in prayer um, in, in quiet time. Maybe you've gotten away from that. You've gotten so busy. Maybe one time, uh, 
many moons ago, you had an awesome prayer time and you you prayed and you read devotion and and maybe you journaled and and but you've gotten away from that. Life's gotten busy, things have happened, whatever uh, has transpired, and maybe he's been prompting you uh, to to uh, uh, to do just that. Uh, maybe he's been prompting you to help someone, do a good deed, to reach out to someone, be a good neighbor, uh, show some love, be show some forgiveness, whatever it is. You see, it's easy to look at where these great outpourings are taking place and and see them as a geographically localized event. Um, that is only happening in that place, but I don't believe it is. I believe it's actually an event that God is doing globally and that he's prompting lots of people. So if you want revival to come uh, to your life, your your household, your your church, your community, well, it starts with answering affirmatively, saying yes to God, to these promptings that he's putting in you. Because I don't believe God's withholding this outpouring. I believe he's just continuing to look for places where he can pour it out and it will be received. And and we do that by responding affirmatively uh, to God's prompting in our life. And so I'm going to invite you to be uh, thinking about that. Uh, God's doing something great. I mean, he's he's prepped for this. I we could go on and spend a lot more time, other than talking about the movie uh, Jesus Revolution, uh, about how and to demonstrate how God has been preparing for this very moment for a long time. Uh, we could talk about all the examples of people praying for it and all the testimonies that have have risen up as this revival has taken place. Of people saying, "Yes, it's an answer to prayer. I've been praying for revival." I mean, there's all of that, but but I don't believe God's anywhere near done. I don't believe He's anywhere near done. I think it's just the beginning. I think this is something that's going to last for quite a while. And and if you want to see what God can do, I'm going to challenge that you don't have to you don't have to go to another location. You can. I mean, if God lays it on your heart to travel somewhere, I, I encourage you. If that's the prompting, then go. Go and see what's going on. But God may be prompting you in a different way. What what was what he prompts you to do and what he prompted me to do may be two totally different things. I know that since I've gotten back uh, from the revival, the one of the things he's been prompting is me is those very things that I shared with you last week to, to nurture a deeper hunger for his word. And I've, you know, I, I listed off all the books that I'm kind of in the middle of reading or have plans to read. The one I didn't mention that I spend the most time reading nowadays is the Word of God. And and uh, um, I mean, I've always read a lot of scripture, but as I shared with you in last week's post, I, I'm reading even more and spending more time with it. Um, and, and, you know, maybe he's in, uh, I, I said, you know, I have a greater thirst to spend time with Jesus, to worship and to pray and, um, and to see, begin to see things through more spiritual eyes, eyes that see what's really going on around me and, um, with the distractions or, or whatever takes place. I mean, those are all promptings that I'm trying to, I'm trying to respond positively to. I'll be the first to confess to you. I've had moments. I've had moments when I, I get all wound up in what's going on. I get stressed or I get worried or I get too much on my plate and I feel overwhelmed. And those are the moments that I have to listen to that prompting to take a step back and just refocus on Jesus and just trust him and just let him take care of things. That's what I'm inviting you to do. So what are those promptings for you? Whatever God's been prompting you to do, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you, go for it. Do it. Follow that leading. Follow that prompting. Watch what God is. God does. He is not finished pouring out His Spirit. I just know He's not. He's just not 
finished. He's still working. Great things are still happening. Amazing things are still happening. And they can be happening for you, in you, through you, with you, if you'll just say yes. Just say yes, because God's doing some awesome and amazing things. So, um, I, yeah, say yes. That's what I want you to just say yes. Just say yes. Just, just stop resisting. Stop pushing back against God and just say yes and see what he can do because he's doing a brand new thing. He's pouring out his spirit and God's doing something awesome and see how it might transform you, your household, your church, and your community and just watch what he does. Hey, I thank you once again for sharing your time with me today. As you listen to this podcast, uh, do me a favor, share uh, share this podcast with a friend. Uh, tell someone else about it. Give them, the, uh, give them my website, jeremyhenson.com. Uh, point them to the Living Unleashed podcast on their uh, favorite podcast listening app. Um, but just in, encourage others, encourage others to listen, take time to comment. I appreciate those who have taken time to, uh, to leave comments on, on the website. That's awesome. Uh, just to have that conversation. Uh, so I thank you once again, thank you so much for being here. Share it with somebody else. I hope you have an awesome and amazing week. I look forward to, to being with you again, uh, next week, but until then keep on living unleashed. 